Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. We're on the eve of free agency, so... Well, let's just say the offseason begins today. The Panthers now control the draft. Sources say they have traded up from the number nine overall pick all the way to number one. Derek Carr agreeing to a contract with the New Orleans Saints. The Chicago Bears are signing Tremaine Edmonds, the star linebacker formerly of the Buffalo Bills. Jimmy G headed to the Raiders after six years with the San Francisco 49ers. It is a blockbuster trade. The New York Giants acquiring star tight end Darren Waller. Orlando Brown is on his way. To the Bengals. The Lions are signing former Bears running back David Montgomery. Javon Hargrave is going to the San Francisco 49ers for four years, $84 million. Breaking news here. The Cowboys are releasing Ezekiel Elliott. It's official now in Miami. The Dolphins have announced their trade with the Rams for safety Jalen Ramsey. I'll be back on the air tomorrow waiting on Aaron. What if... There's nothing you could say. There's nothing you could say that could make it better. You're right. Other than that, it's over. Hey, hey, hey! Happy St. Patrick's Day! Welcome into NFL Now. We are live in the NFL Network newsroom alongside Jim Schrader, Greg Rosenthal, Steve Weich. I am Omar Reese. I swear I'm wearing green pants. Steve has a nice olive green. Olive one. But Jim, Greg, maybe a little pinch later? I mean, in my outfit that I came in with, I was wearing green, but then they, they make me look like a little boy, like dressed up in clothing. <laughs> nice professional. We're still waiting to see if Aaron Rodgers is going to trade that dark green for Gotham green. We know Alan Lazard did. It's new right now into NFL Network. Alan Lazard, officially a member of the New York Jets. He was introduced a little earlier today after signing his four-year, $44 million contract 
That's according to Mike Garofolo. Of course, this we think is one of the centerpiece moves that will help attract Aaron Rodgers to New York. Here's Alan Lazard at his introductory press conference a little earlier today. Um, born and raised in the Midwest, Des Moines, Iowa. You know, played in Green Bay these past few years. But personally, for me, I just want to get to a big city. I wanted to get to a spot that especially has just a melting pot of culture um, and just be able to get that experience. You know, the bright lights, New York City is something, you know, I came out here for the first time a few months ago um, to get the experience of the city and everything. So that was something that really attracted me to come to New York. During my time with um, Aaron and Green Bay, you know, he really put his arm around me and he's a he's a big reason why I'm here today. I can't deny that. You know, he he stood up on a table for me during training camp when I probably didn't deserve to make the roster, um, at least in the front office's eyes. And he called for me to be in the game. Um, he's relied on me in, in a lot of heavy pressure situations and has always believed in me. And so as a wide receiver, <laughs> the best relationship you can have is with the quarterback. And the relationship I have with him is, has been phenomenal. So Rogers building a lot of confidence in Alan Lazard, Mike Garofolo. Mike, we started the show with Rich Eisen expressing his frustration on Monday that this Aaron Rodgers situation wasn't yet done. It is now Friday, Mike, and it's still not done. What's the latest here on Aaron Rodgers' potential landing in New York? Omar, everybody seems to understand that this is going to get done at some point. The question now is just when does it have to get done? Like, what's the next pressure point? Who's got the leverage? I was just walking around here in North Jersey, was stopped by a Jets fan who said, isn't the pressure more on the Jets? Don't the Packers have more leverage? And I said, look, everybody has got a little bit of leverage either way on this one, depending on how you look at it. Yes, the Packers don't have, any, don't have to do anything with Rodgers' contract until September, but to me... The next pressure point is the draft because draft picks are going to be involved in this trade. And if you're the Packers, don't you want the draft picks in 2023 rather than the draft picks in 2024 for a few reasons. Number one, these are going to be higher picks than next year's most likely because Aaron Rodgers is being added to a talented team. They should be better. So this year it's 13th in the first round, the 43rd overall in the second round. You would think that if you're trading for next year's picks, they're going to be lower. Plus, if you're the Packers and you get this year's picks, those guys can start contributing for you in 2023 versus 2024. Now, some might say, don't the Jets want to get this done? Just get this over with. Get Rodgers in the building. Well, look, he really doesn't have to start throwing in OTAs and minicamp until we get into what, May? So that's (laughs) after the draft anyway. And if he wants to throw with his targets, he can do that. He can fly him to California. He can come here. He can work with them wherever. Right. And as far as knowing the offense, he already knows it. Nathaniel Hackett and he go way back. The new offensive coordinator with the Jets. So listen to me. I think you're looking at that pressure point of next month's draft. Lord help us if it takes that long, hopefully sometime (laughs) before then. But to me, that's the next pressure point in this. And it puts the leverage with the Jets, in my opinion. That would be another 41 days until the draft no! starts April 27th. Don't say that. Right here on NFL Network. We'll see if that gets figured out. Looks like the Raiders and Jimmy Garoppolo figured out the contract. He was supposed to be introduced yesterday. Yeah. It's going to happen a little later today. We'll carry it for you live right here on NFL Network. What's the story there, Mike? Omar, the uh, Jimmy Garoppolo contract in press conference, the signing in, in the press conference pushed back because the sides had to just work out a few 
uh, minor details related to the contract is what we're being told. And it was never at any point communicated to us that this was in danger of blowing up the whole agreement. It was just, eh, don't worry, it's just going to take a little bit longer, but it'll get done. And sure enough, this morning I was told by a source the deal was completed, at least verbally. Garoppolo now headed to the facility to sign the contract and the press conference shortly thereafter. So the Raiders officially have Jimmy Garoppolo on that three-year, $67.5 million deal. He heads to Vegas to reunite with Josh McDaniels. That is done. I don't like I say officially until he actually signs it. I'm waiting for the Raiders to tweet out. They love to tweet out the picture of the guy signing it at the end of the table. We don't have that yet. Once we do, then it'll be official. Yeah, scheduled for 3 o'clock Eastern, noon Pacific. His introductory press conference, again, we'll bring it to you live right here on NFL Network. Well, he's a former Patriot. How about the newest Patriot? What more can you tell us about another weapon for Mac Jones? Right, Mike Gesicki signing a one-year deal that I am told is worth a maximum of $9 million, the base value of it somewhere uh, in between. So Gesicki can really almost double the value of this deal based on his performance with the Patriots. And listen, I think it's a, a he's got a shot to do that. You know, the numbers were down last year in Miami, but there was a question of his fit within that offense. I think this is going to be a better fit for him. We've seen the Patriots over the years be able to use tra- uh, tight ends in non-traditional roles. And Gesicki is a non-traditional tight end, a guy that can line up all over the place for you so this feels like a good fit and the one-year deal gives him a chance to reset his value so perhaps at this point next year we're talking about a much bigger multi-year deal for Gesicki we'll see we've been seeing musical chairs with the tackle position Orlando Brown landing in Cincinnati Juwan Taylor taking his spot in Kansas City but what does that mean now for Bengals tackle Jonah Williams well, life is a flat circle. You know, you see that uh, that uh, uh, meme that's tweeted out with Matthew McConaughey uh, <laughs> talking about how things just kind of come around. Well, you've got Orlando Brown, who's adamant that he's a left tackle, and the Bengals saying, yeah, we believe that you can come play here. Well, we had Jonah Williams a couple of years ago in the draft telling teams, no, I'm not a guard. No, I'm not a right tackle. That's where some teams were projecting him. I'm a left tackle. So now Brown comes in, takes, Jonas, uh, takes Williams' spot, And Williams is now saying, well, if I'm not going to play left tackle, I want to go somewhere where I can. So according to our Ian Rappaport, Williams has requested a trade from the Bengals following the signing of Brown. He's coming off that knee injury. We'll see uh, where this one goes. But the Bengals using their resources to pay Brown. You would think that they would want to save money going forward and get some capital in return for Williams and would uh, honor his request. But we'll see nothing imminent right now. We'll keep track of it for you, Omar. Yeah, I like the McConaughey. Wolf of Wall Street. Mm, I like that. Meme. Oh, that's a good a one too. Yeah. yeah. As far as Gardner, I like, I like when he talks about the you know the numbers. It's all fake, right? We kind of use that for the salary cap sometimes. Yeah, the cap is You're right. Real, yeah, Omar. just uh, made up stuff sometimes. Gardner Minshew, nothing made up about his game. He's been productive the times he's had an opportunity to hit the field, and he has a new team yeah. now. What more can you tell us about that? That's right. Much like Shane Steichen went from Philadelphia to Indianapolis as the new head coach. Now comes Gardner Minshew following the offensive coordinator for him last year with the Eagles, a one-year deal that Tom Pelissero is told is worth $3.5 million. Um, you know, he's a guy that can help the next quarterback, whoever the quarterback winds up being. Could wind up being Minshew, at least to start the season. We'll see what happens with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Minshew's a competitive son of a gun, so don't expect him to come in and say, hey, I'm just going to wind up being the backup here. No, he feels like he's got a, sh- uh, a shot to play there in Indianapolis. So let's see how that one goes. And then in Philadelphia, they still need a backup now for Jalen Hurts. Who might that be? 
Marcus Mariota agreeing to a one-year $5 million deal with the Eagles, who we thought might trade for him back in, I think you said it was 2015. I keep forgetting exactly. It was 2015, if I'm not mistaken. Well, Mariota finally an Eagle, this time under Nick Sirianni, not Chip Kelly, as we thought was going to be the case years ago. Look, it's a good scheme fit for him. The thought is... If Jalen Hurts goes down for a game or two, we saw that last year with that shoulder injury, Mariota can slide in nicely and you won't have to disrupt things. So that's how this one came together for Marcus Mariota and the Eagles. Mariota, finally in Philly. All right, there he goes. Now going to play there for Nick Sirianni and the rest of that Eagles crew. Mike Garofolo, thank you very much as always. And we were just talking about Marcus Mariota leaving Atlanta. They have Taylor Heineke and, of course, Desmond Ritter from last season. So as we look forward here, Steve, to the Falcons. They're holding the number eight pick. Maybe we thought quarterback might have been in play for them earlier this offseason. I don't know if that's the case anymore. What do you think about yeah, that? Yeah, quarterback, offensive tackle. You know, because Caleb McGarry, their right tackle, was a free agent. They let him test the market. Then they end up re-signing McGarry to pair next to Chris Lindstrom, the right guard, that right side that was so effective last year. They paid Lindstrom a long extension. But as we know, this is a team now, by re-signing those guys, going out and getting Jesse Bates, at safety and then adding some linebacker help uh, with Ellis coming over from the Sa Saints and David Onmiyata, defensive tackle from the Saints. I hate saying this about a top 10 team because I always believe that it's a myth, but now with a team with the eighth pick, they can take the best player available, whether it's an edge player, whether it's a corner. Do they go back to the wide receiver well? But what they did in free agency has allowed them that, free, that, that option to even possibly trade back and address those same positions. So, you saw what they did in free agency and how it impacts the draft and how they've tried to shape this team over the past couple of years to build around their quarterback, whether it be Ritter or whether it be somebody else as they move forward. You know, I've been surprised because they haven't spent at quarterback. They're a team that hasn't been mentioned enough as a candidate for some of these receivers we talked about. So when you're looking at the potential trade market for some of the bigger names or maybe even an OBJ landing spot, to me Atlanta would make sense because they've saved that cap space by not spending at quarterback. Yeah. I'm just curious, uh, Steve, you know this team as well as anyone. You really think they would pass on a quarterback at eight if one of these four If one were of those there? four drop, they're going to think about it. I, I will say that, especially a guy like Richardson whose skill set right. fits what they like to do with that mobile pocket, mm -hmm. can run the ball. It's got to be something that they think about, but I think that's also where they dangle that carrot to see if some team wants to come up. Terry Fontenot, Arthur Smith seem to be building things in the right direction for Atlanta. Let's stay in the state of Georgia. Georgia, Jalen Carter, at one time, Jim, thought to be maybe the number one overall pick. The big defensive tackle from Georgia has gotten into some off-field trouble here of late. What are you hearing about his future? Yeah, you know, I talked to um, some personnel people at the draft about him when the story initially broke about this, this drag racing incident. And they said they didn't see a way, unless he were arrested and to serve time, that he would fall out of the top ten. After his pro day, I reached out to some of these same people, and the response was not the same. The response now is, we have some concerns. And you can use whatever words you want to use, whether it's character or whatever, but the one word I heard from one executive yesterday was professionalism. Pro Day is a job interview. For him not to be able to finish the drills says to them, how professional are you? So look, he's a guy that initially was talked about as possibly being a number one pick overall. And now there is an opportunity he may fall out of the top 10. So is there a team out there that may say, we think we can get through to him because of his talent? And the word that was used by personnel people was special in terms of talking about his ability. Do these other things now push him down? And 
the opinion of, of these personnel people has changed. So it's going to be interesting what happens with him. I, I agree, Jim. Look, he, he added nine pounds from the combine to his pro day. That's usually where guys really come in more fit, especially when they don't perform at the combine, which we know he didn't do all the drills there. I think one thing that's also going to be very important to him in the interviews, and besides some of the off-field stuff, is where is he mentally? I mean, he's a young man who was drag racing where a teammate and another staffer from the University of Georgia died. I mean, that's a tough thing to have to cope with at any age, at any maturity level. You know, where is he, you know, does he need help with that? I mean, I just think of myself at that age, you know, I mean, that that's going to weigh on me a little bit. So I just, I, I would hope these teams are really kind of checking on his mental health. With right, that well. I'm glad you brought that up because Jalen Carter is going through so much off the field right and how can he handle that while also being in the spotlight of the potential number one overall pick you would think it's difficult to ascertain what this young man's future is going to be but that isn't just a decision about bringing him right now and where he is right now where can he be in the next four years and so many evaluators say it's about the tape and we see NFL teams talk about character and then they trade and give a guaranteed contract to Deshaun Watson so I have a hard time believing that a man this talented uh, who's making mistakes and maybe not acting mature at, at this age that they aren't going to see a way uh, to bring him into their building and still give him uh, the opportunity that he wants probably towards the top of the draft because he's the number one uh, talent in the draft. I'm just telling you, the people I talked to loved him at the Combine. And so to hear them flip now and say, mm -hmm. we have some concerns, I'm not in any way saying he falls out of the top 10. I'm not in any way saying he falls out of the first round. I'm just saying to you, these same people have concerns. And I'm saying, I think to Greg's point, they now have 41 days to talk themselves back into it with that kind of talent. We heard you mention Odell Beckham Jr. with the Falcons talk. We saw Odell tweeting with Saquon Barkley yesterday. Hey, go tell Joe, Joe Shane, the Giants general manager, give my agent a call, man. What do you make of the Giants need that receiver here, Greg? You know, they're putting it out that they're not going to be spending big at wide receiver. They've made their wide receiver moves in free agency, and that's Paris Campbell, one-year, $3 million contract. And then they brought back Darius Slayton, who I think that was a really good bargain for the Giants. So they're a team that I think is going to take a wide receiver in the draft. Look, you can't solve everything in free agency, but we learn about what teams are going to do in the draft sometimes through how they act in free agency. So they brought in those veterans. They brought back Slayton. They got Campbell. They bring in Darren Waller, who's now kind of their number one pass catcher in terms of talent. And I think that's a position they just got to take in the draft. I think there'll be some good receivers available late in the first round. Yeah, and there may be some, some receivers, some veteran receivers available post-draft. I mean, look, they, mm -hmm. they signed Daniel Jones to this extension. They have to do everything they can to help him out. The one thing you heard when you talked to people with that team last year is they've got to increase their speed on both sides of the ball. So I wouldn't be surprised. Paris if Campbell will do that, but who's your number one receiver right now? It's Slayton, it's Isaiah Hodgins, who knows? Yeah, still some holes to fill for yes. the Giants roster, but I'm excited to see what Brian Dable, Joe Shane do in year number two after all the success they had getting them to the playoffs there in year one. Much more to come here on NFL Now, including a look at Bryce Young, another potential number one overall pick. The star at Alabama is in focus next here on NFL Now. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast 
deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. You can see Bryce Young live on NFL Plus March 23rd, part of a back-to-back day of quarterback pro days, starting with C.J. Stroud at Ohio State, then Alabama. Bryce Young takes center stage March 23rd, then it's Will Levis March 24th, a week from today, then Anthony Richardson the following Thursday on March 30th when the University of Florida takes center stage. Meanwhile, we're still getting through free agency. Here is an updated list of Greg Rosenthal's top 100, some of the more notable names that are still available, and these are the rankings before free agency started. There you see C.J. Gardner-Johnson, Odell Beckham Jr., and number 18 on that list, linebacker Bobby Wagner, and that is where we begin with Greg Rosenthal and Jim Trotter. Greg, when you see Bobby Wagner's name up there, where might you think would be a fit for him? Well, Seattle is reportedly speaking with bringing him back. That would be amazing. Dallas is another team that has talked to him. I just think these veterans like a Wagner are some of the best values, maybe the only great values left in free agency. I mean, look at what he did for the Rams last year. He was a second-team All-Pro. I think about what Minnesota got out of Patrick Peterson the last couple of years. When Indomitian Sue every year would just re-sign for another $5 million. 
Look at the contract Jordan Poyer signed in free agency this year. Like, a lot of these guys, like Levante David, actually end up getting underpaid, weirdly. Teams are so eager to get young guys on multi-year deals that players like Bobby Wagner, Jim, who you know changes the locker room, but it's still great on the field, too, uh, come in and improve your team immediately. And it's great that it's a one-year deal for the team because there's not a lot of long-term uh, negotiations there. Yeah, the thing with Bobby Wagner is he's not. I, I don't believe he's going to do anything quickly here from this standpoint. Point. If you look at last year, he went to the Rams because he wanted to win a title and he thought that was his best chance. So I think he signed in, in later in the, in the free agency period. I think the same thing will happen now. I think he will look for the best fit in terms of winning a championship. And what you get with a guy like Bobby Wagner without question is pr- not only production on the field, but a guy who sets the tone in the locker room in terms of professionalism in terms of how to go about your business, how to be most effective, and he can bring along a club from that standpoint. So, yeah, you're going to get great value in Bobby Wagner wherever he signs. One of the best men in the NFL, Absolutely. and he can still produce more than 100 tackles every year of his 11-year career, including last year, great season with the Rams. C.J. Gardner-Johnson, one of the key figures of the Philadelphia Eagles NFC Championship. He's still available. What do you think about his future? Well, I think it's a great sign for him that both the Broncos, uh, where Sean Payton is, who he used to play for, and the Eagles are interested in re-signing him. That Mm -hmm. shows you what kind of value. I start feeling a little self-conscious when guys like Gardner-Johnson that I rank so high are sitting out there like, did I do something wrong? I don't think so. The NFL is undervaluing the safety position on some level. Jesse Bates got that big deal, and I have a sense Gardner-Johnson wants to get something close to that, and maybe that's what's holding up negotiations. But every defense needs a guy like Gardner-Johnson who can play near the line of scrimmage and tackle great uh, in space, but also make plays and coverage. He can do whatever you need. He's the perfect sort of modern safety slot corner hybrid. Yeah, and you come in and you look at what he did in Philadelphia last year, arriving late, um, and yet was able to have such an impact there. To me, I agree with you. I think he's one of the values um, at this point in free agency that I'm surprised he hasn't signed. Maybe he wants more than what teams are willing to pay. I don't know. All I know is that he is a tremendous playmaker and that he is a guy, if he comes into your secondary, is only going to make it better. So um, if I'm one of those teams that feels I'm close and I just need another body back in the secondary to make it go, that's a guy I'm going out trying to get. Yeah, C.J. Gardner-Johnson certainly can add to any secondary in the NFL, make the impact like he did in Philadelphia. Much more to come here on NFL Now, where we are taking a look at the Carolina Panthers, the home of Miles Sanders, another former Eagle who has a new home. Much more breakdown on that one when we return right here in the NFL Network newsroom. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. 
Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Sanders breaks away at the 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Miles Sanders, touchdown! Wow. Are you kidding me? It's seven. Walker with protection. Floats it and it's intercepted by Jesse Bates. Bates with the pick. Back to pass. Lofting left. To the end zone. Grabs it falling down. Touchdown to Monte Adams. What a perfect pass by Derek Carr that time. Inside. Miles Sanders. All he has to do is outrun the linebacker, and he does. Fires downfield, intercepted. It's picked off by Jesse Bates. Nice. Into the pocket, lobs one downfield for Adams. At the goal line, over his shoulder, touchdown! Derek Carr on a beautiful ball for 48 yards. A lot of notable names with new teams in the NFC South, and you look at all the teams in the division, they've all added a quarterback who has started at least a playoff game. You see in Carolina, Andy Dalton, the quarterback that they've added there. Of course, Von Miller, Von Bell there as well. For much more on the Panthers, let's say hello to Cameron Wolf And Cam, of course, the Panthers stealing the headlines of the offseason, trading for the number one pick and that blockbuster, presumably to draft a quarterback. What about the rest of their moves suggest that they're putting that quarterback, whether it's Andy Dalton or the number one pick, in good position to succeed? Yeah, Omar, I really like what the Carolina Panthers have done this offseason. I actually was at Clemson's Pro Day earlier this week, and I saw the Panthers GM, Scott Fitterer. He's taking all these phone calls, and so as a reporter, I'm inquiring, what are you doing? It's like, I'm trying to find a backup quarterback. And eventually, he found Andy Dalton, and it's a great fit for Carolina because it's a guy in Dalton, like you mentioned, who started a lot in his career, but also knows at this stage of his career that he can be a mentor, a bridge to who that number one pick is. And so you got the veteran backup quarterback, Quarterback. And then they went and got Miles Sanders in the running back room, a guy coming off a career season, a guy who finally stayed healthy. 
that was a Panthers team that had a top 10 rushing offense last year. Now they add a proven running for Miles Sanders, and that's all help for that number one pick. And so I was talking to Fitter a little bit more, trying to get who that quarterback is. He was elusive. He wouldn't tell me, Omar, who he's going to draft, but it does seem to me at this point, this three-man race between Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and Anthony Richardson, and whoever they end up drafting. I'll, I do think they already know who they're going to draft, but whoever that ends up being, they had the right support system with the quarterback room that has a Frank Reich, a Thomas Brown, a Jim Caldwell, a Josh McCown in it. And so they're doing the right things to set him up for success. They already have a top 10 defense. And the final step for the Panthers, I believe, this offseason to prep for that young quarterback is to figure out who to throw the ball to. They are bringing in DJ Chark for a visit today, and maybe they sign him. McCole Hardman is also a name they keep an eye on as they circle this offseason around their number one overall pick and the future franchise quarterback. You mentioned the names there in the offensive meeting rooms for the Carolina Panthers. Quite the brain trust. Meanwhile, in Atlanta, you have Taylor Heineke, you have Desmond Ritter. They ought to have quite the battle there at quarterback. But what about the defense for the Falcons that catches your eye? Omar, this has been money, money, money for the Falcons all <laughs> offseason. They spent more money between extensions, re-signings, and free agency than any team in the NFL. And it's been a long time coming. The last two offseasons, the Falcons were quiet, cleaning up their cap. But they made their big splash moves this offseason. They re-signed Chris Lindstrom to a big deal. And my favorite move of the offseason from any team is the Falcons signing Jesse Bates, who I think will really turn around their defense tremendously. I spent a lot of time in Cincinnati this year. And every Every time I went up there, defensive players raved about how Bates controlled their defense, the communication, lining people up, making sure they're in function. Now that comes to Atlanta, a ball hawk, a communicator, a guy who can really turn around this Falcons defense. And so they brought him, they brought in a couple other players from the Saints to build that front. And now they can go into the draft and maybe take another front seven player to keep that pass rush going. But they believe they're pushing towards a team that's ready to win now. And Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot are finally getting to put their own spin on this roster going into their year three together. Yeah, Jesse Bates been a great player in the league for a long time. If he's one of the keys to a Falcons resurgence, could become a full-blown superstar on the back end of that defense. Cameron Wolf, a superstar in his own right. Thank you very much. Meanwhile, in Cincinnati, Orlando Brown. Next time you see Zeus 57 on the field, it'll be in our stripes. Officially signing his contract, the newest member of the Cincinnati Bengals, and he was introduced to the media a little while ago. We all kind of, as as young men and young kids, you know, we set set dreams and goals in this sport. And uh, for me, you know, I just want to be a franchise left tackle, and I want to win football games. I want to win Super Bowls, um, and and to be able to have the opportunity to play somewhere like like you know here in Cincinnati, uh, you know, I've been on the other side of things, you know, for some years, and um, I mean, just just playing and competing against this group uh, year in and year out. I mean, it's you, you kind of know what you're getting. And I, and I knew when that offer came through, it, it was something I couldn't pass up. For much more on the Bengals now, Mike Giardi back with us. One of the great combine rebounds of all time, Mike. You talk about Orlando Brown and the showing that he had in Indianapolis and then for him to bounce back and have the career that he's had thus far. A great story in his own right. What more can you tell us about how the Bengals have rebuilt this offensive line? Well, it's been a two-year project, right? After Joe Burrow was beat to the bejesus a couple of years ago, they said, look, we're going to redo the whole thing. And they pretty much did last year. And now they're looking at it this year saying we can still get better. And signing Orlando Brown, certainly a big part of that. Someone that who is not a premier pass blocker is still damn good top 10 left tackle in the league, getting paid 
much better than the top 10 in the National Football League at that position. But what it's done here is created an interesting trickle-down effect because Jonah Williams has been their left tackle pretty much since he's walked in the door for Cincinnati. And now Jonah Williams is asking for a trade, and you understand it. In fact, they were talking at the Combine about the idea that maybe Williams would move to right tackle. And Frank Pollock, the offensive line coach, said, I don't think he's really going to want to do that. He's been a left tackle. It's hard to ask someone to do. And now, of course, he asked for the trade. So now they have a trade chip because, as we well know, Williams is a pretty good player at that position as well. So someone who is in need of a left tackle might come sniffing around the Bengals and uh, create a situation where they get an asset for an important player. They also signed Cody Ford, and they told Cody Ford, who came out as a right tackle, that you're going to go back to your normal position. He sort of bounced around the last couple of years. He's played in the interior, but they're going to give him a chance to compete at right tackle as well. I'm going to write that one down, Mike. Beat to bejesus. And we know Joe Burrow in South uh, West Ohio. He walks on water. Nobody messes with bejesus there in Cincinnati. Meanwhile, in New England, we've talked a lot about the, the incoming, the outcoming of what Mac Jones has on offense. But what do you make of the move so far on defense? What Bill Belichick is telling you is that he really likes his defense from a year ago, and essentially he's bringing everyone back. They're signing Raekwon McMillan and Mac Wilson at linebacker, and those guys are bit players, but he brought them back. And the interior, Carl Davis and Daniel Ekawale both coming back, and it's the same thing. The only real changes here defensively thus far have been Devin McCourty's retirement, and then they just released Jalen Mills, or at least informed him that they're going to release him. Mills, a pretty good player for them for about a year and a half, then had an injury last year. Tried to come back, couldn't make it back. And, uh, you know, I know there's some discussions internally about maybe he would be McCourty's replacement, but obviously they feel like there are better options, whether it's in-house or via free agency. So they make that move. But by and large, they've done everything they can to keep that group together. And while their numbers are outstanding, if you look at where they rank and points against and rushing defense, pass defense, all those things are great. But when they played really good offenses last year, they weren't the same kind of defense. And I know you say, well, look, if you're going to pay these guys, they got to be able to play against that level of offense. So maybe they feel like another year together will allow them to do that. Yeah, good reason Bill Belichick likes that defense. Top five in sacks and takeaways last season. So like you mentioned, hoping to build on that here in 2023. Mike Girardi, great. As always, appreciate it. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America, and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on Easy Mode at AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. 
Live life grander in the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. Find great brands like Thermador at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build.